The Kruger National Park is one of the country's top tourist destinations, but it's facing a slew of challenges. For the better part of a decade, that was uh, rhino poaching. But today, the greatest threat is internal corruption. Joining us on the line now, we have uh, Julian Rademeyer, Director for East and Southern Africa for the Global Initiative Against Transnational Organized Crime. Julian, a very good morning to you. Welcome to Radio Islam International. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. We've heard ever so often about uh, the challenge around rhino poaching at the Kruger National Park. Tell us about what seems to be now a greater challenge, internal corruption. Yes, I think, I think what we've tried to do with this particular report is to take a step back from Kruger and have a look at the, the broader context of what's going on, particularly in Mpumalanga, where we see high levels of, of violent organized crime. We see... Um, toxic politics embedded into that. Uh, we see, you know, cases where, for instance, you have um, the uh, various coal mafias working within ESCOM, the state power utility. You have illegal mining taking place, cash and transit heists, kidnappings, and assassinations. And it's within that context that the Kruger is trying to turn things around. Um, you know, the Kruger itself is not some sort of insulated wildlife paradise. What happens? inside the Kruger is very much affected by what happens outside the Kruger. And I think the Kruger struggle in many ways mirrors South Africa's struggle against organized crime. So what has happened over a very long period of time is that Kruger has been locked into what some have described as the war on poaching, the war on rhino poaching. And ultimately this has been unsuccessful. Um, the Kruger has faced 15 years of low-level conflict between rangers and poaching gangs. That puts it on par with, you know, the wars of independence in Angola and Mozambique, um, the Lebanese Civil War, the Bush War in Rhodesia, uh, to give it some context. And that has had an overwhelmingly, um, and had an enormous psychological and physical impact on, on staff in the park, um, coupled with systemic issues around race and racism. Uh, there's been a severe breakdown in trust and staff cohesion and professionalism in the park. And we see very real concerns now about the levels of corruption. You know, some um, obviously no reliable figures, but but some within the park in the park speculating that as many as 40% of the park staff could be involved with uh, criminal networks and poaching networks. Some say that figure might be even as high as 70%. So when we talk about internal corruption, what, what type of corruption that has become so entrenched that even the staff uh, are afraid? It varies quite widely. You know, it's everything from, from fuel theft. Um, so when you're talking about massive amounts of diesel being stolen within the park to simple things, providing information to poaching gangs, to uh, the more complex cases where weapons are smuggled into the park and then concealed by park staff. Um, there's a story, for instance, of a, a laundry lady who smuggled weapons in, uh, in, the, in the laundry that was being cleaned for that day and hit, those, hit, those, hit a rifle in, in, the, in the laundry room. Um, so it's, it's from very basic things, you know, tip-offs about information where rhino populations might be or information on, on where range of deployments might be, right through to actively aiding and abetting some of these networks. And I think the, the causes of that corruption, um, you know, there's a range of them. I think there's deep unhappiness within the park. Um, you know, have seen huge amounts of money spent over the last decade in trying to deal with, and um, you know, focusing on the so-called war on poaching. 
but the conditions in which rangers live in the park have not improved. Salaries have not improved. Um, the rangers themselves, and you know, not and beyond the rangers, people working in law enforcement, the park, park staff, all live in communities uh, around the park. And in those communities, they themselves are particularly vulnerable to criminal networks. You know, you see cases where. Uh, their direct approaches and people are told, you know, we know when you're doing your rotation in the park, um, we know where your wife lives, we know where your children go to school, um, you need to help us well. So those kinds of direct threats. So there's enormous pressure both inside and outside the park on, on park staff. So these are entrenched syndicates then. What, what, what is required now to overcome this? Well, I think it's going to be an, an enormous challenge. Um, there are moves afoot. So the Sandparks, together with the auditing firm KPMG and the Hawks in the province, have been conducting financial investigations into some of the park staff. Um, around 50 suspects have been identified who have directly been implicated in receiving payments from criminal networks. Uh, there have been around 15 arrests so far. In one section of the park, I think 14 out of 20 rangers have been implicated in, in corruption. So those investigations are ongoing and need to need to continue. But I think there's a critical element that also needs to be addressed, and that's the, the morale within the park, the professionalism within the park, um, and their, their efforts there being led by management there to try and find ways of inculcating those core values again of improving working conditions for for park staff um, of trying to put in place um, efforts of integrity testing that could you know and an investigation that would look at, at uh, potential weaknesses but I think that there's also systemic issues that need to be um, need to be addressed you know the Kruger has not successfully dealt with long-standing uh, structural issues, you know, going back to the apartheid era. Um, there's, in some ways, the, the structure and the way that the park operates is still influenced by that history. Um, so I think, I think it's an enormous challenge, and the park cannot do that alone. You know, we need to see real efforts being made to address the widespread organized crime in Mpumalanga province, um, which itself is at terrifyingly high levels. Uh, the, the province itself has seen, for instance, a, a 42% increase in murders in the last decade, um, a similar percentage increase to that of Gauteng or the Western Cape. All right, Julian, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day and go well. You too. That was Julian Rademeyer talking to us about organized crime within the Kruger National Park and how that is a greater concern now than uh, even rhino poaching.